Welcome to the first episode of 2024 with Players Talk Business Podcast with your host, Darius Jackson, Kayvon Frazier. And uh, we got a treat for y'all today. We're going to be talking about our business goals, our business season, just the season in our lives going into 2024 and what we want to accomplish and how we're going to how we're going to become that much better. But first things first, we got to handle business in discussing what the hell happened in Dallas this past Sunday. Man. And honestly, Man. and honestly, I feel exactly what Jerry Jones was quoted as. He said. What, what did he say? I didn't even watch said, it. What did, what did he say? He said, this is beyond my comprehension. And you know what? I feel him. Because I didn't know what to say after the game. I didn't know what to say to anybody. I'm a, I'm a Cowboy supporter to the end. But uh, if I was a lifelong fan, what are you saying? Are you still bought in? I bought mean, into what though? It's nothing still, to be bought into. Are you still right bought now. into like? I don't think we've ever like has people ever really been truly bought in. Like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, people. I don't been know bought what in. what is there to buy into anymore? Right yeah. after this game, like yeah, you know, like just seeing things from a business perspective, like the business side of it. You know, the Cowboys. You know, because this is player talk business. So we, we looking it at them. it from Jerry's side of it. You know, yes. the Cowboys really have to take a step back. Jerry, specifically, have to take a step back and just look at the business side of it and how things are structured, I feel like. And the biggest question is two biggest question marks as far as him looking at the business side of it, not us looking at it as fans or as former colleagues or players or whatever, is him looking at it from the business side of it. It's two biggest things that he got to look at it. And one is who is leading your team. I know a lot of the players vouch for McCarthy, and that's cool and all, but can you get the players ready to play when, you know, at the at the most important game of the season? Like, none of those other games mattered. You know what I'm saying? They do, but they don't. They do, but, yeah, they do, you but they don't. You won your division. You won a you division did your and job. you lost. You did your job. But at the end of the day – uh, we know what that business decision has to be, regardless of regular season record, regardless of the players or vouching. We know what it has to be, and it has to be that, you know, we thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we thank, thank you, you for your service. We thank you. You know, But we're going to go in a different direction. Yeah, you, we have to. Have we to. have to. You got to. You know, the guys wasn't ready to play. And that's, that's, that's almost every guy on the team was not ready, was not ready to go. At this game, I was sitting front row. I was sitting yeah, in the VIP line. Seats. Yeah, front, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about how row. you took a little video. You showed the shoes on the rail. You know, I, I had, said, I had to stunt real I quick. I said, this <laughs> man on the 50 hard line, front, front row. So you said, what's up to the guys? You know, but the, that <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, I sat there. I was excited. You know, I was, you know, before the game, I got there right at the, right when the game got started. And, you know, the energy of the sidelines was, it still it still didn't feel like guys was ready to play, so I'm I'm yelling. You know I got Cooper West's attention. I'm I'm trying to get more people attention. I'm I'm calling Dak and stuff like that. But then I I noticed as the game started to progress, first drive, first offensive drive, second offensive drive, third offensive drive, like I'm like damn, like I can't call nobody name no more because they can't like like they not in the right moves to 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 say what up or you know what I'm saying yeah. so. 
So that was a bummer from my perspective. So you felt it immediately because, honestly, you know, through the TV, you can feel energy through a TV. You really can. Like that Lions game, I felt all the energy. I felt the football gods, like, on their side. I felt right. it. When I turned on the TV for Packers in Dallas, uh, all the announcers were talking about was how Packers, man, they're feeling good, playing with house money. You know, you got LaFleur smiling, dapping up everybody, Aaron Jones. You got Jordan Love just throwing off his back foot in warm-ups. I'm like, okay, so they really here just to be – they're just happy to be here. You know, and then I looked at Dallas, and honestly, I didn't really see a lot of personality. I just saw a bunch of wide eyes, a bunch of, like, we got to take care of business. A bunch of pressure is what I seen. Yeah, yeah. Now, that crowd was going crazy, but I seen a bunch of pressure, and I I felt it. And that's what I felt, too. That's I, what felt I felt it, yeah. I felt a bunch of I felt a bunch of pressure. I felt like, you know, when things started to go south, the players kind of on the bench, and I'm I'm just seeing I'm seeing it from a uh, just from a player's perspective. Like, okay, you know, because I remember I remember being in similar situations like that, like games that you easily supposed to win, right? This may be a big game to get into the playoffs, or you know, a playoff game you easily supposed to win. And guys is kind of on the sideline, almost getting ready for vacation a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or they on the sideline, like, you know, with like a complaining type of attitude, complaining about the offense, you know, ain't moving the ball. Or, you know, defensive players complaining about that. Or offensive players complaining about the defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I can see the body language and see, like, two defensive players having conversations together. or, or, Or maybe a backup defensive player complaining with another backup defensive player, right, or, or or just having a conversation. Or the starting quarterback and the starting number one receiver oh. having a weird energy between them from the start. I mean, you miss one pass in the start in the first series, no biggie, whatever, sweat it off. But the way the reaction was from CD, I, I would just kind of like, is something uh, – did something happen, like, before the game or in warm-ups or, mm-hmm. you know, because after one incompletion, it's whatever, on to the next. But I felt like it was just, like, total, total off on the same page. And then mm-hmm. it happened t- twice. And then we were like, oh, oh. Then it happened three times. And we're like, oh, hold on. You know, is it Jair Alexander? Yeah. Is it them not being on the same page? Is th- yeah. Are they giving them a different look? We, I didn't know. I think the biggest momentum shift was after that pick six. I think that's no, when like that wasn't the no whole, momentum shift. That wasn't no, that was the end of the game. But I think that's when the yeah. whole team kinda starts seeing it with a whole different eye. Like, okay, yeah, we about to pack our bags. Yeah. Like you know they, what I mean? They came to the realization of like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I felt that I felt that as a fan, from a fan's perspective, but also, you know, knowing, you know, the energy as a player, I felt that on the sideline. And I think the biggest you know, leading into this from us being a, you know, player talk business, seeing the business side of it or putting a, our business hat on, we got to, yep. you know, it's some decisions have to be made. Obviously, it's a lot of coaching vacancies right now. It's a lot of open, Bill Belichick, you got Pete Carroll, you know, Tomlin maybe, you know, people saying he may mm. or may not be on his way out, yeah. you know. yeah, It's a lot of good coaches out there. All I do know is that – um it would be a detriment if they didn't overhaul that department of the Dallas Cowboys. It, it it would be a huge detriment if they didn't do what they need to do. Ain't nothing wrong with it. We understand. So that that's square one. Square two is deciding what, what we're doing with the salary cap. 
because uh, that's the biggest. That's the, I know. I know you have the kind of the numbers on the salary cap. Yeah. You want to go over that? People, so so people don't really understand the business side of the league, and this is the numbers for next year, yeah. right? From a court, from from looking at the at QB one, right? Is the base salary is twenty nine million dollars, roster bonus of five million dollars, carrying a cap hit of fifty nine million dollars, a little over fifty nine and a half, right? Mm-hmm. A dead cap value of sixty one, almost sixty two million dollars. You can't, can't, can't move it. You can't move unless somebody decides like we're gonna. So it it leaves three options, right? Yeah. You can extend them, which is probably financially for this year the best option financially. But then you got to commit to Dak being your quarterback for the next. Four or five years, you have to commit to it. And two weeks ago, everybody be like, "Hell yeah!" Right, right. And but then Sunday kind of changed that. Then you gotta, you gotta let him go. But then you, you hit sixty one million dollars. Can't let him go. It's not an option. Trade him, you know, is one of the better options as well as extending them. So I think that if somebody would trade him and pick up that contract, which it might be somebody out there. Um, oh, oh. We, we Denver, the Cowboys, man. Denver, th- this I is mean, the toughest yeah. decision. I think the coaching job is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, they yeah, nothing you know. to say about that. <laughs> Next, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more to say about that. I think this would tell you. I think the coaching job they would it would tell you if we really in it to win, or you know what I'm saying. Okay. It it will tell you a lot about Jerry. What what stage of life Jerry in? He's in the win now stage. Is, is, if he in the win now stage, yeah, he'll move on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he if he just in a you know I want to. He's in. He's yeah. already made the Cowboys the number one team, not just the NFL. We're talking the world here. I think it's the Cowboys, and it's like Real Madrid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they got evaluated really high. I think it went from like six to nine billion in like a year. Like he's there. All right, now it's time. You know where he can take it if he won. Oh my God, he'd make mm-hmm. it untouchable. So that's the goal, and we all we all know where Jerry's at with it right now. He he let Jimmy Johnson in about time. Everybody thought that was gonna break the curse, <laughs> and Jimmy thought it too because he was on right, national right, television right. about to have a damn heart attack, come <laughs> apart, trying to give us a halftime speech like they watching the TV at halftime. But we get it, Jimmy. You care, and Michael Irvin has some words after the game. He said, "Quote unquote, you know, we need to get rid of everybody." Everybody's got to go. Everybody's got to go. That's how he said it. That's how he said it. And then we get to Emmitt Smith talking about how much he loves Dak as a man. As a you know, at the same time, everybody understands what what they saw, and uh, you just can't have it. You had Stephen A. Smith, the biggest Cowboys base hater of them all, a few weeks back said, "Hey, I have to admit, this is their best shot they've had since '95." And he was they was gonna win it. He was bought in shoot. on that statement he made. He really thought, like, you know, he and then mm-hmm. they do this. You know what I mean? And we've been a part of it, but it, it's never looked like like that. I think that I I, yeah. I I think that they hoping I think Jerry hoping that Trey Lance is the next Jordan Love. So everybody you has know? to go to that. Everyone has to turn to that. I mean, because my yeah. thing is just looking at it from a business perspective again, like yeah. why would you Grab a former first round pick for sure. If you're not going, at least give him an opportunity. The thing about what the at Packers, the least give him an opportunity, and he will, and he might. 
Mm-hmm. But the thing about where the Packers, they did it with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers sat for three, four years and watched Brett Favre, and the mannerisms were pretty similar. I don't know if you noticed or not, but the mannerisms mm-hmm. between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. It's very similar. He throws the same. He throw off he, his back foot. But his, the way his body position is, too, the way mm-hmm. his shoulders are turned, the way his swag is, the, just mm-hmm. he watched him for three, four years. So it's like the Packers have a thing. Everybody hated him for it. Like, you need to get Aaron more weapons. But now, you know, they're probably not saying much about right. it, right? right. He, Jordan Love kind of yeah. shut that door in one day. Right. And right. so you can't replicate so did the that. Cow belt, did the Cowboys kind of mimic that? Are they can't. trying to mimic that? Maybe. You can't. Cause they're not, they did, they're doing it in a different way. And then what is Trey Lance? You want Trey Lance just to watch Dak for, you know, four years? And you know, it's a, I love Dak. Dak is a hall. You know, he'll be a Cowboys ring honor. He will. He will. But like he ain't Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You know, and right. and and Dak's favorite player was Brett Favre. You know, right. so you got you got two Hall of Famers that, and that's how they do it. So yeah, they may be able to replicate it because Mike McCarthy's in there, and he might have been thinking that even though he said. He had no idea that 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 thing was going down that deal, but at the end of the day, uh, they got a lot of decisions to make because talking about that cap hit, they either extend Dak or or, or you trade him. I, but I, if you I, extend I, him, he got to get paid top five QB. He's gonna get ever. You apparently, he's gonna get sixty million plus, which he may get right. But then you got to figure out. You got to pay Micah this year. You got to pay CD. He had a record setting. He's going to want the bag. He's going to want yeah, 25 yeah. to 30. Uh, and then, try to fran- they probably going to try to franchise tag him. Yeah, well, they did it with Tony Pollard, but Tony Pollard, you know, I don't know what his future holds after this year, honestly. Yeah. And then you got Tyron Smith, who, once again, he's older. He he does get banged up, but he's an all-pro level still. So what you going to do? He's he going to take a pay cut to be a Cowboy? Or is – uh. You know, San Fran or Baltimore. He loves he loves it here, mm-hmm. but you got to deal with that mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You just you know you just restructure Zach Martin's deal. You got a lot of pieces you got to address, and you're gonna have new coaches. Dan Quinn, you know, Pete Carroll leaving Seattle. Yeah. Dan Quinn might go back home. We don't know, you know. And I ain't gonna lie. After the playoffs, you know, Cowboys fans might welcome him. But you know, but hey, thanks, but. Right, you can right. go to see. You right. can go to Seattle. I, I was seeing things that people were saying that he wanted to leave anyway, so let his ass go. I, I was seeing people. Yeah. yeah, I was seeing that. Yeah, I was seeing that. But at the end of the day, it's it's it's, it's about to be a crazy next few months for the Cowboys, right? From a, from every single, almost every single position, it's gonna be some movement. Big I movement. think. Big I think movement. it's gonna be some movement. And for being where they're at, you know, the number one team, all eyes on them. Uh, that pressure is real. Some of these players might go elsewhere and just ball. Yeah. Pro, because yeah. all these things off the field, people don't understand how much that stuff does affect you, whether you say you blocked it out, whether you say it don't have no, – it does. Ain't no blocking it out. Ain't no blocking ain't no it blocking out. Because it it it, it's everywhere you go. Feels you know different. It feels yeah. different. It You've been on different teams. I've been on mm-hmm. different teams. It feels different. It is different. You know what I mean? So – And I think the I think the, the negative side from a business perspective is, yeah. you know – you spend so much time building these players up, building the star players up. Now when it comes to contract negotiations, they want to get paid. And somebody will pay C.D. Lamb as a number one receiver, and he deserved it. I mean, he had a – you know what I'm saying? He had a big-ass year. Almost 1,700 yards, yeah. touchdown, record, receptions. He's going to get paid as a number one receiver. So is either going to be y'all or another team, right? And now yep. you got, you know, Zach Martin just got paid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You got Tyron Smith who – should get paid again, right? You got, I mean, even though he's been hurt, 
Um, you, you, Micah, yeah. TP had a crazy year last year. Your compliments. Like, yeah. who's your compliments? Uh, that backfield's not set. I mean, actually, you know, Zeke was actually at the game. He was, In well. Dak's suite. So, once again, like, you just – all these people in this stadium, and then for them to go out and do that, it would just – It was, it was disappointing. Very, it, it was disappointing. It yeah, was disappointing. I don't even – it was beyond beyond comprehension. That's what it was, as Jerry said. But we'll see. This ain't going to be the last time we're going to talk about them because it's going to be a long offseason. I'm yeah. excited for them to make a move, but they got to do it sooner than later. They can't sit on this for weeks and do right. that whole, you know, we, we something's got to be done right? like yeah. this week. So we'll see. But uh, quick shout-out, quick shout-out before we move on to our, our season of business and our goals. Quick shout-out to my former – Offense coordinator, Kaylin DeBoer. Uh, honestly, when he came to Eastern Michigan, he came from Southern Illinois, where, where I went to high school. He went to Eastern Michigan for two years, three years, and he was my offensive coordinator for my senior year and essentially changed my life. I got drafted, had a great year. Uh, our offense was successful team-wise. Defense was a little – Your offense was trash. We was beating your Offense ass. was successful. <laughs> Chill. Check the stats. Chill. So – but, no, shout-out to him for his journey, going from Eastern to Indiana to Fresno to Washington, and now we're placing the greatest of all time in Nick Saban. Uh, you know, kudos, because uh, I respect that man to the fullest and the way he's grinding his journey. And and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama's right back in the national championship next Hey, year. if you got a shout-out, I got a shout-out, too. Shout-out to Coach Moore. Coach, Coach Moore. Who? Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey they win the natty. Yeah. They won the natty. No, he at Michigan. Um, he filled up. in for Harborough after uh, he was the coach that was the interim head coach. No, he's he was dope. at he he's was dope. at Central Michigan uh, oh, as okay. a tight end coach or something like that. You know, when I was at Central, That's and then up. he went to Michigan as the O line coach, and then they moved him to OC, and then when Harborough was in that situation, he filled in for head coach and went four and zero. Yeah, so now he's he's probably going to be looking at a head coaching job this year. Yeah. That's what's up. He and might you know, be a Michigan head coach. If you really he think could about be. It, he could he be. He could Michigan easily well. Yeah. My running back so coach I, who recruited shout me. Out shout out another person on the staff, Mike Hart, running back coach. Mm-hmm. He recruited me out of Sparta, Illinois. Uh it was his first year coaching and he just got him a ring, you know, he's a Michigan le- legend as well, so shout out to him, but you know, it's crazy the older we get um we're blessed to have the network and the ties and the friendships that we've had and the mentorships that we've had. Cause not everyone has these coaches ranking up yeah. to this level. So yeah. like that just kind of a testament of, of, uh, you know, our journey as well. And, and it's so cool to see, man. And I'm so happy yeah. for him, but getting to our journeys in 2024, um, t- 2024 so far, it feels, uh, it feels different. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm 30 now, or uh, mm-hmm. or it's just the <laughs> stage of my life, but right. it feels different. Uh, the focus has been higher. The intention has been higher than ever, and I just feel really, really good uh, so early in the year, and I- I'm so ready to attack the year. How, you know, how are you feeling this year? Yeah, and I think for every – bro, I'm, I'm getting that feeling for a lot of people is that, you know, 2024 is going to be a breakthrough year you know, positively and negatively a little bit, right? I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, things that come to light in 2024. For some reason, it's already happening, right? The stuff that's going on in Hollywood and, you know, it's, it's, it's been, I think 2023 was like a intro for it. Right. And then 2024 broke loose. It's going to come to a head. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's a lot of 
uh, things that's going to come to light, which is a good thing, I feel like. You know, a lot of people are being exposed for different things. Um, for, for me, man, I'm, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a different approach in 24. Um, I feel like 23, I was kind of, you know, just from how I was running the business and just blocking out my schedule, you know, everything was almost back to back to back to back, leaving no room to think or reflect or, you know, or to uh, leaving no room really for, for God to, to interfere or for God to, you know, input his vision, right? Because cause it was just schedule after or meeting after meeting after meeting. So this year, man, I took a, I took a little bit of a different approach uh, and just kind of being a little bit more free, right? You know, just just for having time to to sit down and reflect and to think, right, and to grow that spiritual side before the other sides, right? Yes. To grow the spiritual side before the the physical side, or you know, or the emotional side, or business side, or or mental side, right? It's to focus a lot more on the spiritual side. So, you know, and that comes with many different things, but the main thing that it comes with is just really blocking out time for to focus on the spiritual side but also leaving room in the schedule so so if god you know if god tells me to do something or tell me to go somewhere i go right instead yep. of not really being able to because oh i got a meeting at at two o'clock you're sticking to your, at, to your schedule you see what i'm saying right so instead of doing that i'm you know i'm scheduling a few things throughout the day but you know i'm, I'm really letting the 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 rest of the day just kind of be free Right. Yeah. And just be open, you know, no. you know, so that's that's changing. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be it's just like approach. with you. You called yeah. me. Right. You called me and you was like, man, you know, I called this guy and, you know, uh, when we submitted an offer and he told me to pull up. Right. Yeah. So I pulled up. Yeah. Right. But I feel like that was God opening up in the door for you. And if you would have had your schedule already set, you would you would have probably passed it down. Like, oh, I can't. You know, I have a meeting at, at 10 o'clock. You want me to come at 930. But. For you just going there, you know, and following God's direction with when he opened that door for you, you know, it led to bigger things than if you would have had these meetings already previous set. You see what I'm yes, saying? Yes. So, and, and honestly, yeah. talking about that was Sunday morning, talking about Sunday morning, there's a much there's an even better story to that that I'll tell later down the road. But uh, you're right. I had something at 11 that I was going to do. I'm, I keep my, you know, I keep my schedule flexible. I have like mm-hmm. set things I got to do, but I, I try not to put an exact time unless there's someplace I got to be on an exact time because right, you never right. know what pop up like that. You know, Sunday morning, usually it's an easy Sunday morning. I had, you know, I had a meeting at 11, you know, I was going to be busy till around three and it was what, it was eight 30. He was like, pull up, you know, and, and he was 30 minutes away and I was yep. like, let me hop in the shower. Right? right. Cause I got time. I really do got time. So I just did it. And, uh, and I know it's going to be a life changing meeting. I already right, feel right, it, and right. th- this is just the beginning. But uh, but yeah, I we'll tell that story another time. But it's such, man, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I'll, I'll get to it. But personally, for me in 2024, it's just, it's just uh, 2023 was such a a rush. You know what I mean? It was my first full transition year, right? Uh, engaged, married, house. You know, there was just so much going on. Uh, it didn't feel rushed. But it just felt like uh, I'm past the the uh, the rush of mm-hmm. trying to, 
you know, get all these things accomplished. And now in 2024, I can, I can totally sit down, map out uh, exactly where I want to do. Not that I know how it's going to happen, but I can, I can map out goals as we talked about earlier. Right, right. Um, and I can be very intentional with who I'm meeting with. And it's all about mm-hmm. being genuine, you know, mm-hmm. genuine people only, right. uh, you know, I'll, I'll go out and, and talk to people, but, but, uh, I, I won't spend much time if, if I don't think it's, it's going to be beneficial in a, in a soul setting way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I, I just really want to spend time with genuine people who have achieved, uh, big things in the right way. Right. You know, right. I don't care what right. you got or how you're moving. Uh, I want to know if you're moving the right way. And mm-hmm. if you are, I aspire to be like you. And that's how I want, I want to be around you, you know? And so that's how I'm kind of approaching 2024. And it's been, it's been off to a great start. I, I set goals at the beginning of the year of what I want to do now that I'm, I'm in the profession, you know, we're, we're about to hit the two year mark. You know, this is when you really turn up, you really t- take it to the next level. So, you know, I was listening to a book that you referred to me this morning. I had took four or five days off of listening to it. I was just really busy. And, and on the way here, I had time to fit it in and, I just listened to 15 minutes of it and 50th law of power. And, uh, man, literally the first 10 seconds, it was like the first line. He said, you know, most people can't handle boredom. You know, they can't master their craft because they move on to the next thing too fast because they're bored. And I was just thinking about that the other day. I think I actually literally said it during Christmas break. I was like, man, like such a rush of, you know, maybe having this sale and meeting this person. And I was just like, man, I just feel kind of, kind of bored right now, but that must mean I need to scale it up. I need to make bigger goals. I need to, you know, really figure out where I want to take it, I guess, if I'm bored, right? So I pondered on that, right? And then going into January, I was like, all right, let's go. And man, has it went. And uh, there's no chance I'm bored because there's so much to learn. And and I've already learned so much in just the first couple weeks of of 2024. And I just can't wait because now I really do have guidance and I really do have a vision on where I want to take it, and I'm going to be around the, the right people. And uh, and I love that you're at that stage because you went through this intense, rigorous schedule of building this business, yeah. and now it's off. You're going. Yeah. You got more locations. You're going to add more, but you got it now. So now it's like, hey, for me to build it to that next level, I got to really get in touch yeah. with, with uh, intention, my spirit, my soul, and I got to make sure that I'm on the right path for me and my family. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that you're taking that approach, too, because that's yeah. really the way to do it. Yeah, I go through, uh, like, like like me personally, I go through these phases of growth. And to be honest, you know, I can't take credit for it because, uh, you know, I, re- I really do think it's God telling me different things or teaching me different things throughout life, right? And, you know, one stage he may be teaching me one thing about stewardship. The other stage he may be think- he be teaching me, you know, something else. But in this stage, and the reason how I know it's God is because it's, it's, it's multiple, right? Uh, it's two or three people saying the exact same thing while I'm, a, while I'm around, right? So, um, so in this season, I feel like he's teaching me, uh, you know, another word for boredom is just being still. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just being at peace with being still. Right, because I mean, like you said, like if you know, if you got your schedule all lined up like I did, I mean, there's just no room for for God and anywhere in there. There's no room for Him to open up a door to listen. Yeah, because it may be a door that just pop open. Somebody be like, "Yo, I'm over here, pull up." Like I say, like I said, if you have your meetings all lined up already, there's no room for you to 
to to move off, you know what I'm saying, and actually pull up when it might be him that's opening up that door. Yep. So, I mean, that's just something that I've learned or I'm learning still, right? It's yeah. still it's still tough because all, all last year, boom, 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 boom. W- wake up the next day. Meet him, meet him, meet him, meet him, meet him, meet him, meet him. You yeah. know, and I seen where it got me, and I just wasn't very uh, uh, satisfied with where that got me. Yeah. Right. Not that you know I took any steps back or anything like that, you but just it weren't feeling you know, happy. Maybe I happy. just didn't really get a ten x goal. Right. It wasn't like a ten yeah. x. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it 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 didn't it didn't ten x my business from doing that. Yeah. Right. I could have went this approach last year, and I bet you more stuff would have happened. Right. Yep. So, yeah. That's just some words of wisdom. No, no, honestly, and uh, being still is 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 so key. Uh, being able to just you know, just sit. You know, usually usually you're always trying to you know find something. Most people just go through life just trying to stay busy. But being still is so is so key. And honestly, man, I had so many thoughts rush through my head when you were talking. But uh, you know, you really said it all, and. I think this ain't the this ain't the end to this conversation. Oh, this gonna be we gonna, we gonna have a lot more conversation. This ain't the end to this conversation because we're gonna continue this in episode two, and I'm gonna tell y'all the story from the beginning of just Sunday morning right. and how we're gonna go from there. But uh, for now, this was a great episode, great first episode of you know 2024, and we got so much coming for y'all, man. Episodes two is gonna be a beauty, and we're gonna get deeper into it. And then episode three, we gotta. We got a sweet guest coming for y'all. I can't wait for y'all to meet them. So uh, we signing out for now. We'll talk to y'all soon. Players Talk Business.